0: Is it on? Yeah. Did you push the button? No, I pushed
1: the
2: button. Did you push the right button? I think so. No, no. Yeah, we're live. Hey, you're listening to the Messy Ministry Podcast. My name's Tyler. My name is Chris. And we understand that ministry can be messy. But it's worth it. Well, hello, what's up, podcast world? This is Tyler. This is Chris. And you're listening to the Messy Ministry Podcast, where we're talking about uh, the messy topics that come up in ministry and the the hard things in ministry, uh, but understanding that it is worth it. If you uh, listen to some past episodes, uh, Chris, what were some of the things that we talked about in past episodes?
0: Well, last week in episode 002, we talked about ministering to families, uh, specifically ministering to the parents, Mm. what that would look like, how we can... Come alongside them and help lead their children into a relationship with God, and how we can maybe keep them from getting upset at us.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good trick. So, yeah, we uh, we've been talking about a couple different things. Uh, on the podcast and encourage you to check out past episodes uh go ahead and and, uh just subscribe to uh listening to our podcast if you want to rate a review that'd be fantastic as long as it's a good review uh we don't accept anything below a
1: 4.9 oh wow that's yeah there you go well hey chris how, how are you doing this week how's ministry going this week uh well you know we're back in the polar vortex so <laughs> yeah. it's great freezing and negative thirteen this morning yep Nothing like a brisk I can't feel my face well I mean I can't feel my face on a good day so I can't feel my face when I'm without you so or is that how uh, the song goes? I don't think that goes.
0: I, I don't know I listen to
2: country <laughs> whoops sorry whoa there you go kicking the microphone. <laughs> I can't kick you. That's right. That's right. Well, hey, we had a couple things going on here at uh, at our church. We just got done with the three past Saturdays. That's a weird way to say it. The past three Saturdays, we have uh, been having our, our huge, like our biggest fundraiser of the year uh, where we've been doing, uh, we get these coupon cards and we go around uh, and sell it. And, and I think actually the cold has actually helped us sell it where people either mm-hmm. just feel bad for the kids. Our donations were up. We, we raised almost nine thousand dollars nine thousand dollars for our mission trip and retreats and things like that um for uh it was a lot of work the kids did yep. great they sold we actually had one kid he raised uh the money for his entire mission trip and for our spring retreat which our spring retreat will probably be much more like a winter retreat but you know <laughs> it is what it is yeah uh, but that's been uh kind of what we've been doing here at edinbrook it's been a little bit messy um just trying to uh uh, get
1: drivers. And it's been great working three weeks in a row without a day off.
2: Yeah, well, you know, you should talk to your supervisor about that balance.
0: I don't know; he's not very uh, sympathetic.
2: Mm. Well, suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> there you go. Well, hey, we want to uh, we want to talk about something. There's there's a word that is kind of thrown around in uh, the youth ministry world that we hear a lot at different conferences and different things, and that word is what, Chris? The word is um, pizza. Well. Yes, that is correct. Pizza is the word. But um, the word that I'm talking about is balance. actually balance. Yes, balance. Balance, uh, I think, can be a really messy topic, similar to pizza, because you know when pizza gets slammed underneath the table and you're like, how did that even stick? I don't True, true story. Uh, but balance is a messy topic. And specifically, we're talking about trying to create balance in your own life. That can be really messy. And I think mm-hmm. part of the reason that that can be messy is there's a lot of expectations that come with the role of a youth pastor or working in a church or working with students. There's, there's expectations that you have on yourself. There's expectations that uh, your board has for you. There's expectations that your pastor or parents have for you or students have for you or your spouse or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so we actually want to take the next couple episodes, actually, um, and talk about a different, uh, couple different topics in, on the idea of balance and how do we balance in ministry. Um, and I think that it's really important that we talk about the topic of balance because not only is it, is it messy – uh, but it's worth it. I actually think it's necessary uh, to avoid frustrations and burnout. And so mm-hmm. learning how to balance a number of different things in ministry is, is extremely
0: important. Would you agree? I would agree. Um, and it's really hard because a lot of times we think in ministry we just have to say yes, 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 yes. And the, yes. And the swear word to most youth pastors is no. Right. No, for sure. But without learning the balance of being able to say yes to some things and no to others, then you're quickly going to end up just burning out and leaving ministry. Right,
2: right. And so today, the balance that we want to talk about for this first, uh, if you will call it a series on balance, is, is how do we balance relying on our own abilities Versus relying on God, and what I mean by that is, is uh, there, there's an expectation uh, when you're in a role. Let's say, in, in so for example, in my role as a director of student ministries, in my role, there, there's there's uh, an expectation of like I have I have goals, I have. Uh, um, you know, I don't want to say quotas because we're not like trying to make sales or anything like that. But but there are goals and there are expectations of things that I'm doing. Um, whether it's uh, you know the numbers of, of students or how many students are are actually hearing the gospel and things like that. There there are our goals or targets that we want to hit. Not not for the sake of just hitting goals or hitting targets but ultimately we want to see life change. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as I think about it, I wrestle with this a lot as as a, a pastor, especially into this role now where I'm overseeing staff and and things like that. I wrestle with this idea cuz I, I could I could run a really good program, right? Like I could I could run a program. I've been doing it for almost 15 years now. I could run a really good program, but I didn't I didn't get into youth programming I got into youth ministry, and so learning to, to balance that responsibility of, yes, this is my job, and I need to do good work, and I need to work hard, but also, I, I, I can't actually save anyone. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's the work mm-hmm. of God. And so how do we balance relying on our abilities? Because you know we want to be the best at what we do, and we want to be good at what we do, but
0: also we understand that it's not about us. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've I've heard it said, I believe by Tiger McLuhan, that youth ministry is not about you. Mm. Yet, youth ministry is all about you. Mm. So you got to know that when you are the face of the ministry, you are responsible for the decisions that are made. Um, Basically, the buck stops with you Mm -hmm. at the same time. What you have to be comfortable with is knowing that the buck actually stops with God. Hmm. So as long as you're faithful to do your best and yet step aside and let the Holy Spirit have his way in your ministry, um, then you're actually going to find a lot more freedom in not having to perform to others' expectations. Yeah. Because now you're only performing to an audience of one instead of everyone else that's saying, how come you're not doing this? How come you're not doing this? Yeah. Yeah. You, you basically have that freedom and balance to say, "This is the direction God's going." So,
2: yeah, that's good. That's good. I think it's important too because I know for me, sometimes the struggle I run into is is uh, when I when I get caught up in um, whether it's stress or busyness, or sometimes you just hit those those seasons in ministry where you're like, "Okay, I gotta just gotta put my head down. I gotta grind." And, and sometimes I find myself uh, kind of going, "Okay, God, we're going this way. Come with us." As opposed to saying, no, 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 God, where are you going? I want to go where you're going. I think that's, that's, a, that's a very slight, no, it's not a slight distinction. It's a big distinction. Yes. But, but I think sometimes we miss it so often because, you know, as leaders, we, we know we need to step forward. We need to keep moving forward. We need to make decisions and things like that. And do we oftentimes always take time to stop and go, okay, God, what do you have for me? I know that's an area that I've always struggled in mm-hmm. because I'm a, I'm a doer right I'm a, I'm a, I'm a okay this is what we're going to do this is why we're going to do it let's move forward and oftentimes I have to look back and, and, and repent and say God I'm sorry I, I I said we're doing this and I didn't even ask you much less yep. take time to think oh are you even going that way
0: right and I am while I like doing things I'm actually more of a planner hmm. so I struggle similar but not necessarily in the alright this is what we're doing but it's this is the plan. This is a great plan, and oh, what you've got something else, God. But my plan's written out in a lot better font.
2: Yes, right. Yeah,
0: it's in pen, not pencil. Uh huh.
2: Yeah. Well, there's something you always say to me. I always laugh, but whenever you whenever you want to hear it, was it whenever you want to hear God laugh? How does that go?
1: Uh, whenever you want to hear
2: God laugh, tell him your plans. Right. Right. And oftentimes that that's been true in in ministry for you and for me of going. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I think this is how it's going to be or whatever. And I've actually stopped saying, like, this is what I'm going to do uh, when it comes to things like ministry or or in my life. Because uh, every time I say that. Uh, God often changes things. Like, for example, today, the day, it's uh, March 4th of 2019. uh, We just listed our house. My wife and I are getting ready to move. We want to move a little bit closer to church. Um, And I remember uh, we've only been in this house two and a half years. uh, And I remember (laughs) saying to my wife, like, this is going to be our long-term house. Like, this is what it's going to be. And I never took time to ask God or anything like that. And, uh, it, you know, this was going to be the house that we were going to be in for 10 to 15 years. And um, at that, that point, I was, it was two churches ago. Uh, and I had, had kind of been on kind of a journey, and that's for another podcast, but been on a journey of just um, being faithful and stepping into where God has kind of orchestrated and set things up for me. Um, but sometimes God has to <laughs> smack me upside the head to get me to pay attention to that or whatever, so it's a love tap, Tyler. Just a love tap. Yeah, it's a love tap that leads a big old mark. <laughs> so I think there's something really important too. Is we're thinking about balance in ministry and and where do we, how do we rely on God, um, but also understanding that that you know God has us where we are to to lead and to point people to Jesus and and to step into that. Um, I think one of the most important things and is. We have to realize that if the ministry begins, it ends with us. That's a problem. That's a problem. We're not really <laughs> leaving room for God in that equation. Mm-hmm. And so I think as leaders, it's our job, uh, and as ministry leaders, and as messy ministry leaders, it's our job to, to take that time and go, okay, God's got to be at the center of this. Yep. God has got to be uh, the, the, my first consult. You know, and if you're married, you probably should consult your wife, everything like that. But, but you know, God's got to be my first consult, and go, okay, God, what direction are you going? What direction do you want us to go? Because um, God has a has a funny way of always getting what he wants, right? Yeah, uh, just a little bit. <laughs> right, right. And so ultimately, you know, it's way easier to say, okay, God, where are you going? I want to go where you're going as opposed to go, this is where we're going, and then realize that we're completely wrong and have to eat some humble pie, come back and say, okay, God, what do you have for me? Now, granted, there's a learning journey in that, mm-hmm. but taking that time, what are what are ways, Chris, that you you find that it's helpful to, to take that time to stop? Whether it's, you said planning is an area for you. Yes, so
0: what I've had to learn to do is, um, first, before I start to plan things out, actually stop and say God this is like we're going to start planning either this mission trip or some of the eventual school year Um, as I put together thoughts and the plans God will you speak will you guide will you let us know if there's something missing if we need to take something out Um, and just through prayer through that planning process allowing the freedom for Um, It just to mold into what God wants. Hmm. And knowing, like the students always laugh at me when we get ready for the mission trips because I'm always telling them, all right, here's the plan as of today, subject to change. And in the last four mission trips, they basically changed every single trip. In fact, our last mission trip, the plan uh, we got there, first thing that the mission trip leader told us was, So, everything we talked about, um, it's gone out the window. Everyone's canceled. So, we're going to have to plan something new. So, we made plans at night. We woke up in the morning. Everything had changed. We went to bed. Plan changed again. Um, I don't think we had a solid plan that lasted longer than eight hours that whole mission trip. And I just, I knew that was God saying, um, stop trying to control everything. Yeah. Um, But it was actually the most freeing time too. just being able to step back and go all right god i have done my part in planning yeah Um, i've done my best and it's not like i was lazy and we don't have anything to do because i didn't do my responsibility but obviously god had a different plan in mind so it was freeing to know that um there was that balance of I did my part and then just let it go and saw what God wanted instead. Yeah, no, that's
2: good. I think that's an important thing to talk about, too, in this idea of balance. Like, mm-hmm. how do we do we rely on our own abilities versus relying on God? What does that look like? I don't think yep. while we're saying, yeah, we need to absolutely rely on God. And we need to say, God, where are you going first? That doesn't give us a license to be lazy. Right. Right. That doesn't mean that we don't plan. Mm-hmm. I believe the Holy Spirit works in planning just as much as he does in off-the-cuff actually I mean you know this I tell our interns all the time we don't wing it uh, I don't I don't think it's important to wing it uh, yep. or it's good or fair to wing it I don't think it's fair to you as you're you're learning and growing in ministry I don't think it's fair to the church that's employing us to just wing things I don't think it's fair to the students or the parents or yep. or any of that I, I think God works in planning just as much uh, as he does in when he you know throws us for a curveball or anything
1: like
0: that yep and people can tell when you are just winging it right. and have not put any effort in it. And they can tell when you put the effort and things just aren't going the way you thought they would. Yeah, no. And it, and it communicates like, hey, this
2: is important to me. Mm-hmm. When, we, when we do it, when we work hard. And so I know one of the things that is kind of a mantra that I've, I've tried to really adopt is, is work really hard and pray even harder. Oh, absolutely. I think it's important that we work hard. You know, I think there's there's this this uh, and I, I think it's less and less now. But I remember early on in ministry there was this idea that youth pastors were just lazy, big kids, just play games, through dodgeballs at kids, stuff like that. Some of that, you know, the dodgeball part might be true. And that was my college years. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but but there's this idea that oh, youth pastors are just lazy, and I, and I that always frustrated me because I'm looking at it going, no, I want to. I want to be a hard worker I want to work hard I want to I want to want people to know Jesus and I know that if I work hard and if I'm faithfully stepping into what God has for me and is leading me into then then life change is gonna happen and I want to be a part of that Mm -hmm. and that's important to me so I I, I work really hard but I also know that I need to pray harder
0: well and I think and I'm gonna throw this idea out I think part of the problem that and myself included, that a lot of these pastors have in this whole balance and work thing is we feel responsible for the salvation of our students. Right. And what we have to realize is God, the Holy Spirit, is the one who saves. Yeah. It's through his power, his working in the lives of the students, which when we can get to that point to realize that all we're called to do is throw out as much seed and water as possible mm-hmm. then that's where the balance and the freedom really comes because now we're free to minister but not have that expectation that I have to be the one to save right
2: right yeah it's not in the, we don't seal the deal that's god's that's god's right. work it's the holy spirit that does that we work hard and we we plant seeds Mm-hmm. And then we love and we care for those students and, and, and we love and care for the people that we're ministering to, as messy as it might be. But understanding that God ultimately is the deal closer. Mm-hmm. He's the one that, that that is doing the life change. We just get to be a part of it. We're mm-hmm. we're part of his ministry of reconciliation, which is still mind-boggling to me that, that God allows us to be a part of that. But mm-hmm. it, it takes the weight off. It, it doesn't say be lazy. It doesn't say, you know, don't mm-hmm. take... You know, no, it says go out, plow the fields, do the right, work. Right, do the work. The harvest yep. is plentiful, but the workers are few. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to go out there. I think that's talking about middle school ministry. You know, the harvest is plentiful, but <laughs> the workers are few. But but it's important that we go out. We work hard. So yeah, we do. Have, we do work and on some of our ability, and we work hard, and we put it in and put the effort in, and we work hard. But we have to pray hard. We have to say, God, where are you going? Because that's the direction I want to go. Because that's going to be successful. Because I don't know if you guys know this, and uh, if you get to the end of the book, you know the Bible, um, God wins. So um, spoiler alert! I know, right? i mean, still in season one.
1: Um, I haven't even finished season one of the Bible. <laughs> that's a problem.
2: I think, don't I employ you? Oh man, that's bad. Well, I think here's and there's another thing too. Is as we learn balance, and I think we'll talk more about this. This kind of sets up our next. Uh, uh, episode, but uh, one of the amazing things is, is we learn to understand balance and we learn to say okay, okay, we're God, you're going this way. Our job as leaders also is to bring people along in that I think sometimes youth mm-hmm. pastors feel this this overwhelming responsibility, not just for the, the kids, but to do everything. Like, ah, mm-hmm. I'm the paid staff, and so I need to do this. And how do I balance this? But actually, in Ephesians 4, Paul talks and he says, the job of the pastor is to encourage and equip the saints to do the work of God. And so our job mm-hmm. as pastors is to bring people along and begin to learn that balance. And when we understand that, hey, it's not about our abilities, it's not all about us, And and us having to do it, we actually begin to bring people along Mm -hmm. with us in the ministry, and that can be a really powerful, really freeing. And actually, I think in that God begins to bless the ministry more because it's not dependent on just one person. Again, it begins if it. We don't want it to begin and end Mm -hmm. with us.
0: Yeah, too many people want to be the Superman of the story, Mm -hmm. and they forget that it's actually a Justice League that you need. Right. Right. Because this all that this
2: ministry, messy ministry, it's it's bigger than us. It's it's bigger than us. And any time that we think it isn't, or that we begin to think like oh, I've got it all figured out, or anything like that, mm-hmm. uh, that's <laughs> it's generally when we get in a little bit of trouble.
0: Anytime you think that you are God's gift to youth ministry, be prepared that He's probably going to correct you really, really soon. It'll probably be a seventh-grade boy small group.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, like always, we know that we're not perfect. Uh, and so we would love for you, if you have some tips or if you want to interact with us, you can feel free to shoot us an email at MessyMinistryPodcast at gmail.com or go follow us on our Instagram at MessyMinistry. Um, we would love to connect with you, to talk with you more, get to know you more. Um, and uh, feel free to check that out. Yep. And we'd also
0: love any questions you have or uh, Tyler and I are putting these topics together on our own thoughts and experiences. If you have anything that you want us to talk about and touch on, please let us know that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This
2: is the Messy Ministry Podcast, where we understand that ministry is messy.
0: But it's worth it.